the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Powered by JTR Roofing. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The polls open in less than 24 hours. Georgia's key Senate runoffs likely to be decided by tight margins. Capitol Hill correspondent Bob Agnew reports. Anybody hoping Tuesday's election would put to rest the turmoil surrounding the November election could be in for a long day. Republican incumbents Kelly Leffler and David Perdue both being forced to defend their seats after failing to win more than 50 percent of the vote on Election Day. Analysts say both runoffs now could come down to margin of error vote tallies in the end. The tight races come after Democrats made gains in recent years in reshaping the demographics in what was once the Republican stronghold of Georgia. Bob Agnew reporting. Meanwhile, President Trump will head back to Georgia today to rally Republicans ahead of tomorrow's elections. The president will speak at a Republican Party victory rally tonight in Dalton, Georgia. Also at townhall.com, President Trump has heard pressuring Georgia's Secretary of State to find enough votes to overturn Joe Biden's win in the state's presidential election. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton with that story. During an extraordinary weekend phone call, the president spoke bluntly with Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger about changing the state's election results. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have. Audio was obtained by the AP after first being released by the Washington Post. Mr. Trump told the Republican official that Georgia's vote count was not accurate and argued it wasn't fair to take the election away from him. Greg Clugston, Washington. The Commerce Department reporting spending on U.S. construction projects increased nine-tenths percent in November as strength in home building offset weakness in other parts of the construction industry. On Wall Street, the Dow is down just uh, about 2% now. That's 623 points. More at townhall.com. In 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black next year on Freedom 1570 as we ring in the new year with liberty and truth. That forecast from the KingdomBuilders.com studios, partly cloudy today, high in the mid-30s, around 20 tonight, should be around 30 again for tomorrow. You can stay connected with us and listen anytime, anywhere when you download the Freedom 1570 mobile app for your smartphone or tablet. Charlie Kirk has an idea for a better stimulus. The greatest stimulus is not creating $2 trillion out of thin air. The greatest stimulus is not going to the Federal Reserve and moving digits over. The greatest stimulus is ending these draconian, backwards, one-size-fits-all medieval and, quite honestly, evil lockdowns. That's an actual stimulus. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at noon, right before Ben Shapiro at 3 on Freedom 1570.
Our culture continues to struggle to find its footing. Heritage Christian Academy's footing remains secure. Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of all they do. See how a Bible-based academic education can support the values and teachings of your Christian home. Attend Prospective Family Information Night, January 12th at 7 p.m. Staff will be on hand for information, to answer questions, and conduct tours in a safe, no-contact environment. Space is limited. RSVP at heritageweb.org. That's heritageweb.org. Targeted censorship against conservatives is now common on major social media sites, not to mention all that so-called fact-checking. That's why millions have joined the free speech-centered platform, Parler, an online beacon for those who value liberty and want to speak their mind without being silenced. When you log in, be sure to search for Freedom 1570. We'll provide trending stories, local news, and intelligent perspective. We look forward to seeing you on Parler. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we have an interesting topic today, an interesting title. I love creation of a good title. And today's title of the show is Crabs in the Environment. Crabs in the Environment. Now, uh, that doesn't make sense right off the, the, the beginning. And what? I understand that. Yeah, what, what? But let me tell you what I mean. You know, I, I have these things in life called HR 101. Uh, and they are basic truths when you're dealing with people. Uh, one of them is any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. Uh, givers gain and takers lose. Uh, you'll never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. These are just... Simple laws, if you will, just like laws of science, uh, that they're basically, there could be exceptions up to them, if you will, but these are basic norms that you need to know when you're dealing with people. One of the greatest ones is that hurting people hurt people. That's a basic tenet. That's a basic truth. Uh, you can ban guns, uh, but I'm going to be honest with you, if you're going to take me out, I'd rather a bullet to the head than to chop me up with a knife. Uh, you can ban all that. the knives you want. Yeah, no, we don't. Black don't play that either. You can chop me up with a knife. You can. Uh, so you need to ban those. Let's see. I've heard people uh, being poisoned with antifreeze, so we should probably ban antifreeze. Uh, people now run over people in the cars on sidewalks, so you should ban cars. Right? You can ban every single item there is. Remember the first murder, right? Cain and Abel, right? Didn't need cars. Didn't need guns. Didn't need knives. Matter of fact, we're not sure how he uh, did them in. But so hurting people hurt people. Which brings us to the point of today's show. And that is misery loves company. Misery loves company. You know, we've all heard that one before. Why? Because it's a true statement. Matter of fact, one of the weakest parts of people, and I had to confront this in myself a while back, was that we are very... I'm truly happy for another person's success, right? What we always do is we refer back to ourselves. Why? Now, we might not say that out loud, uh-uh, but in our head, we're saying, why, God? Why, why is it me? Well, how come, I, how come he's being blessed or she's being blessed, and how come I'm not being blessed, and how, how come they get all the breaks and I don't get all the breaks? Remember, we live in a world today, world today uh, called the privilege movement, right? It's nothing more than the 10th commandment, thou shalt not covet. We're envious. We're jealous. He has something I want. She has something I need. He has, right? We do that all the time. That's why the whole privilege movement, you know, white privilege, I always tell people, man, I, I screwed up big time because I have never been able to find that white privilege line. I mean, I've looked for it. I've looked for it. I've looked for it. Uh, my skin might be white, but uh, if you know my background, there's been very little privilege at all. My greatest privilege in life is I'm a Christian. 
that God chose me, that God loved me, and so I chose him after he chose me. I love him because he loved me. I know his word because he allows me to know his word. So the greatest privilege, without a doubt, is the Christian privilege because God chose some and God didn't choose others. But the whole concept of misery loves company is absolutely true, and, and, and it's best illustrated with the story of crabs. Now, I've never hunted crabs. I'm not a big seafood type of guy. Uh, I'm just not into it. No big deal. But I've been told by crabbers that you never want to have a single crab in a box. And you might say, why, Mr. Black? Because that creature has lots of legs, right? I think eight to ten, somewhere around there, right? And that creature will constantly be wanting to climb out of there. And you can push it down, you can put a lid on, whatever. That crab's going to keep working to get out of there. And I was told the best way to make sure that that crab you caught doesn't get out is you put another crab in the box with it. And that second crab will do everything it can to keep the first one from getting out. And let's be honest, many people out there are part of the crustacean family, right? Because misery loves company. Because people get mad when someone uh, advances. Because when someone advances and someone else doesn't, then there's a distance. And then with that distance, we want we feel bad and want to blame. Right, And now we live in the world of victims. Right, America has become the land of the victim, the home of the free lunch. Right, Instead of land of the brave, the home of the free. Right, Because now we get our DNA tested to see how much of a victim we are. You know, I'm this much Native American. I'm this much African American. I'm this much uh, Chinese. I'm this much whatever it is. And then that's what percentage we can claim. I mean, I've seen a lot of people that are supposedly black uh, or African American, and they don't look it to me. But somewhere along the line, like Meghan Markle, Markle, right? Somewhere along the line, I guess, or one of her parents is of African-American descent. And so, but she looks white as can be. And yet she claims uh, that she's been treated unfairly all through her life because she's black. But you want to know she's black by looking at her. And last time I checked, uh, she was in the royal palace and decided to walk away from that so that she could be rich and famous because she was a movie star before and she wants to make more money and control her life. Boy, she's been so prejudiced against. I mean, don't you feel sorry for Meghan Markle, right? Yeah, that's my point. Uh, John's playing a little violin, but you'll never hear me play a little violin because there's nothing to be sorry uh, for Meghan Markle about, right? And so I want you to know that there are these things that are pulling us back. You know, misery loves company. And the whole concept of crabs are things that are pulling us back, things that are holding us down. And by the way, I was just kind of curious, you know, how many different types of crabs are there? You would not believe this. 4,400 to 4,500 different species of crabs found all over the world. And a large king crab can cost as much as $500. Stunning. Stunning. And by the way, crabs are, are decapod crustaceans of the infraorder Brachiura. Brachiura. Wow. Uh, don't know what any of that means, but I just thought I'd share that information with you. And you know, uh, my kid's five years old, Benaya, my youngest. I got 23-year-old daughter and then everything in between down to a five-year-old son. Uh, and he watched this show called Octonauts. Love the show Octonauts. And so they have, it's a cartoon, and they live under the sea, and they have things, interaction with creatures every show, and then at the end of the show, they show you that this is a real creature and stunning. And the largest crab in the world is the Japanese spider crab, 18 feet from claw to claw, over 40 pounds. What? Triple the size of the average man, yeah. And then there's a the Tasmanian giant crab. Giant crab is the only crab species uh, which lives on muddy and rocky bottoms. Again, these things can get huge, huge. Uh, if you ever heard of coconut crab, scary-looking, freaky-looking monsters that can break a coconut open with their claws, that can climb 30-foot uh, coconut trees, and then they will actually fall from the tree. And people, they fall on people. They're called robber crabs. 
Ouch. And so, just like there's a lot of different crabs, I'm going to suggest that today's America, today's world, we have lots of different things pulling us and pulling us back, making us a funk, whether you're talking about it could be a marriage or a relationship. Look at the news. How about this last election? Coronavirus, the whole battle over the vaccination, do I do or do I don't? All the haters out there, all medical problems that people are dealing with, finances, how do we move forward from this pandemic, right? Lots of ways. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about these things that pull on us. And what do we do about it? How do we maintain ourselves? How do we maintain our identity, our happiness, our focus when we have a world of crabs pulling on us? So I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. The COVID-19 pandemic is the worst healthcare crisis of our lifetime. Hospitals, care centers, and their staff are overwhelmed, and it's getting worse. By now, we all know someone who's been affected by the virus, but there is hope. Vaccines are coming and getting closer every day. But while we wait for relief, you need to do your part. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and maintain your distance. It's for now not forever. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust, aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Join the Freedom Insider Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit freedom1570.com today. Just click on Fan Club. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. I feel all dead inside. I'm back up in a dark corner. And I don't know who's hitting me. I'm the boss. Playing some good music, but more importantly, bringing some good truth to you. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today, we're talking about crabs in the environment. You know, ladies and gentlemen, the greatest impact that we have is our environment. And I'm going to go in detail, but it depends on your environment what type of crabs you have, right? Remember I discovered, I know that sounds so weird, it sounds really bad. 
But I discussed earlier that there are about 4,400 to 4,500 different types of crabs. Gross. Giant crabs. Yeah, I mean, the spider, Japanese spider crab is three times the size of a man, like 18 foot between the spans of the arm. Just massive. I saw a picture of a man uh, holding the, 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 the body part of the crab, uh, this giant crab, and his legs everywhere. It made him look small. Uh, it's stunning. You have the Tasmanian crab, which, again, a massive crab. You have the coconut crab, uh, which is just fascinating, can snap coconuts with its claw. They look the most foreboding, if you wouldn't. But there's lots of different crabs. And just like life, you know, if you put a crab in a box, it'll do everything it can to get out. But if you put a second, third, or fourth, or fifth crab in a box, nobody's getting out. Because each crab will do everything it can to pull the one attempting to get out out back in. Misery loves company. And let's be honest, it seems like right now in the world, the world's full of crabs, right? And these aren't necessarily people. They can be and most likely are. But they can be situations. They can be times that we're in, right? They can be lots of things. I mean, look at the news, Look at how bitter I can be honest with you. I have not watched more than an hour of news since November 3rd, the election day. It's just too depressing, too sad. The election is, you know, we're going to talk about that. Coronavirus, oh my gosh. Uh, vaccinations, do we do it? Do we not do it? All the haters out there, if you don't agree with everything they say, you got people are experiencing medical problems that they're not dealing with because everybody's afraid of COVID-19. We got a lot of people struggling financially. A lot of people don't know the way forward. I mean, there's a lot of things pulling at us. That's why I thought, you know, to explain to you all the variety of crabs out there, uh, because they all have one thing in common. They'll pull on you. They'll pinch you. They'll hurt you. They'll distract you. Just like these other things in life. And so misery loves company. It's basically a a universal truth. It is what I call HR. 101. Uh, And, you know, the opposite of misery, I would think, would be somewhere around happiness, somewhere around there. You know, a lot of times when I'm dealing with something, I want to know what is the opposite of it. You know, we have these things called meta programs. You learn about this when you study neuro linguistic programming. There are a set of programs that are unconscious that we're born with that they basically are help us decide how we do things, figure out why we accept this or why we don't accept that, figure out how many options we need or how many things need to happen before we believe something. Uh, they're meta programs. Uh, and I truly believe that uh, some of this stuff is just innate programming. It's the flesh. You know, Paul even said, you know, the, 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 the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And there are certain things as human beings that are automatic that are our weaknesses. That it, why do we do what we do? Because we're flesh. Why does a dog bark? Because he's a dog. Why does a cat meow? Because it's a cat. There are certain innate programming that is just in there. And misery does love company. Now, not everybody's like that. I know there are people out there that truly are happy uh, for when other people succeed. But as a general rule, and I've walked with tens of thousands of people, very intimate, very deep. And one thing you'll learn about me is I lead with my brokenness. Yep. I I tell you all the time my flaws, all the time my shortcomings. I'm not a Tony Robbins type that puffs himself up and builds himself up and makes everybody think he's God's gift to humanity and God's gift to this and all that. Nope. Ain't true. Wouldn't say it. Wouldn't be prudent. Ain't going to do it. Right? Because it's not true. Uh, and the way I feel, if I lead with my brokenness, then boy, you got nowhere to go but up, right? <laughs> Start at the lower rung, and you got nowhere to go but up. And so I was uh, on Quora.com, uh, and I uh, just uh, saw this little piece, and I thought it was really good. What is happiness for you? And this guy that wrote it is Nish. He's one of the administrators. He says, in 1922, Einstein traveled to Tokyo for a lecture tour. The story goes that soon after he had settled in his quarters at the Imperial Hotel, a bellboy arrived to deliver a message to him. It was then that one of two things happened. Either Einstein realized that he had no small change with him to tip, or the bellboy refused any compensation in accordance with the local custom. So instead, Einstein scrawled two messages on the hotel stationery before handing them to the bellboy. And he put in parentheses, If you are lucky, he said, 
the notes themselves will someday be worth more than some spare change. Indeed, those notes sold for $1.3 million in 2017. 1.3. Now, you got to look. That's almost 100 years, right? What is that, 1922, 2007? So, yeah, 95 years. But $1.3 million for a note scribbled on a piece of paper. And then Nish goes on to say what's relevant here is not the monetary value of the notes themselves, but what was described upon one of them. In a way, it's what we could call Einstein's theory of happiness. It's just interesting. He put, quote, A calm and modest life brings more happiness than the pursuit of success combined with constant restlessness. Now, again, whether you agree with that or not, I may be a great show to debate, but it's interesting because it's Einstein's theory. It's a theory of happiness, just like there's a theory of relativity. Do we have a theory of happiness? Do you know how to make yourself happy? Or at the least, do you know what makes you unhappy? What makes you miserable? Right? Misery loves company. And then Nish in this article goes on to say it's far less complex than most of Einstein's theories, as you can see. But if anything, it's equally profound and meaningful. And while there's no way of knowing for certain, it's possible that Einstein was reflecting on his growing fame when he wrote this note. Indeed, his reputation among the scientific peers was at a peak during this time. In fact, he had recently discovered that he was to be awarded the Nobel Prize in his work on the photoelectric effect. But it's plausible Einstein realized that, despite his immense success in the development of modern physics, that the true key to his happiness was a life of simplicity, just doing what he loved. Whether or not Einstein believed what he wrote, I feel it aptly defines happiness for me. And this is Nish writing this. There are two types of desires, he says, the ones that we have and the ones that the world believes we should have. Sometimes they are one and the same. But other times, they're very different. We often believe that happiness lies in things like fame, money, and power. We seek these things because we desire control in a world where, for all we know, everything is inherently meaningless. But at the end of the day, all we really have control over is our own lives. And if we truly want happiness, I believe that realizing and accepting that fact is the first step towards finding it. Now, I just thought that was interesting. Because this whole thing called happiness is elusive. And I don't know if it's even one of my outcomes. i got to be honest with you. Now, joy is a different thing. We're called to have joy, and joy is not about uh, momentary situations. Joy is about an internal feeling that you have joyous about. You're appreciative of something. And as a Christian, we're all supposed to have the joy of the Lord in us. Uh, today's world, that's a little bit harder. But what brought this about? is, you know, I'm really working. I want to do the best radio show possible. I really do. I want it to be inspirational, educational, applicational. Uh, I want to be syndicated. Uh, I, I want to be a little bit like a Paul Harvey. Uh, when I've created the shows like a chicken soup for the soul with uh, maybe a little Dr. Phil, Dr. Laura, uh, you know, with wrapped up in some Tony Robbins, some NLP, because that's my background. And that's, I'm getting ready, that matter of fact, this month, will be the end of my fifth year, and in the middle of this month, we will actually start our sixth year of being on the radio. Sixth year. And boy, for the first uh, little bit, <laughs> I couldn't tell you what I was doing. The only reason I was doing this radio show is because God told me, yeah, you're going to do this radio show. I actually sought his permission for the first time in my life before I ever made a decision. Uh, and after waiting a while, he said, yeah, you're going to do it, and here's how you're going to do it. It made no sense to me. I uh, didn't have the money to do it. Didn't have anything, but God said, I got confirmation. Yeah, you're going to do it. I get the big old smiley face in my subconscious mind. So, yep, you're going to do it. And so it took me probably three to four years before I really kind of started figuring this thing out. I mean, in the beginning, I'd play music, and I'd, I didn't know what I was supposed to do, but God said, you're going to do a radio show. Uh, and it was on, at that time, what's called the Health and Wellness uh, Network. And so really it's taken me about four years and about, uh, about a year, year and a half ago, I said to my wife, Val, I said, wow, I'm actually starting to figure this out. I, I can't believe how hard this is. And it was so stunning. Every once in a while, my wife hits me with such truth that it just stops me. She goes, honey, people go to school for this. 
<laughs> and I stopped and I thought about that. She goes, and I go, you're right. They do. And so when I'm doing this radio show, I, I want to be the best show. And so one of my friends, one of our listeners, a graduate of mine, uh, I run some things by him. And he says, thanks for the demos. I think the two-minute or so clip does a great job explaining your show. He said, quote, I find myself doing the same thing in conversations, so I say this with empathy. Qu- quote, election outburst. He says, election outburst, is that deliberately in there to describe the political perspective of the show? I trust your judgment if that part of the clip is intentional. My heart was very heavy on the result of our presidential election. I have come to the conclusion that if we are all God's children and all of God's children are sinners, if the show is providing the highest integrity of God's word, it will have to feed both Republicans and Democrats. I truly believe both sides need to be fed. Incredible. With the sharing of your good news, hope, and truth more than ever. I'm confident the Holy Spirit can provide a path to do that. So I'm encouraging you to keep seeing the ways God uses you and the radio show to open up people's hearts and minds. And that's from John, a listener. And that's where this radio show is coming from. And after the break, I'll go in further detail. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Psalm 23.4 tells us, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We were talking briefly about caning the other day, a punishment that can quickly deter people from crimes. The Lord's staff, a tool of the shepherd, and the rod, to correct behavior, both bring comfort to the psalmist. Kind of crazy. I sure do find it easy to appreciate when the Lord uses the staff to guide me, and, as a consequence, the other sheep that walk with me. It's a little less easy to appreciate the use of the rod, even though I know it is absolutely required to drive folly from a child of God. Isn't it strange that these two very different tools bring us closer to the very same comforter? If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's L-E-E at thekingdombuilders.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, application. I'm looking for yogurt, and I I heard no yogurt. So I'm like sitting there waiting. Let's play some yogurt. Let's play some yogurt. So I am black, 
and we are back. And today, we are talking about crabs in the environment. Crabs in the environment. You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, crabs are things that pull. They're pulling on you. If you throw a crab in a box, that crab will do everything it can to climb out. If you want to keep that crab in the box, you throw a second crab in the box with the first one because that second crab will do everything it can to pull the other one back in to hold them down. It's kind of like gravity. Gravity has one purpose, and that's it, to hold you down. You have anybody in your life that you could call gravity? Not yogurt. We're not going to call them yogurt. We're going to call them gravity. <laughs> you have any situation in your life that you could call gravity? That its sole purpose is to hold you back. And that's what, when me, when I was reading about all these crabs, you know, 4,400 to 4,500 different types of crabs, and I started thinking of all the crabs in our lives. We live in a crabby time, absolutely crabby time. I said crabby. There's a B, not a P there. Crabby times. I mean, the news is so depressing, especially if you're conservative. It's just stunning. Uh, the election uh, and all this stuff. And, you know, I, for those that listen to this radio show, you know very clearly I'm conservative. Uh, I, I do not care for Joe Biden. I believe without a doubt uh, that there was fraud in this election. I believe without a doubt that it was set up. Maybe Joe Biden didn't do it, but the Democratic Party establishment. And and I struggle because I want to first and foremost be a child of God. I want to honor God. And I know that we're in a battle and that, you know, you got to confront the lie with the truth. It's called truth therapy. You identify the lie and you replace it with the truth. Um, and so I, I, I'm really a warrior. I'm fighting that battle. And yet I got a message from my friend John, uh, who's a listener, uh, and he really brought a point to me, and, I, and I've heard this said before, that, you know, that when I get too, quote, political, when I get too hardcore, that it shuts some people off uh, from the message that I deliver, which is a life-saving, life-changing, hopeful message. And, and I get that, and to be honest with you, um, a lot of me was actually okay with that, because I would say, you know, look at the same thing. I share my faith a lot, too. I share the Word of God, and I bet you a lot of people, a lot of you listening out there say, well, I wish you wouldn't talk about God so much. But the problem is, from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Uh, and my first identity, my first priority, uh, is the Lord, my Savior, Jesus Christ. So uh, if, you, if I speak long enough, uh, God's word's going to come out of me. And so I brushed all that off about the political thing. But John, who's a good friend, uh, someone I respect, and someone who found me in my list in the show, and then he came to our training, and from there we've become good friends. He, uh, I, I run things by him on a regular basis. He listens daily to our show. And so when he said that, when he brought up the, quote, election outbursts, is that deliberately in there to describe the political perspective of the show? I trust your judgment if that part of the clip is intentional. But he said, you know, we're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. And I, that's Romans 3.23. And he said, quote, if the show is providing the highest integrity of God's word, it will have to feed both Republicans and Democrats. Interesting. Because a lot of me said, you know, I mean, because we're so polarized right now. But it's a good point, and I've heard the message before in a different way. John was one of the ones, I've heard it from two other people over the six years, no big deal, over six years. But John said it in a way that made me think, because I really do want to do a great show, and we're going for syndication and all that. And so I, I realized that these are craps, uh, because I, I feel as a warrior that i got to confront the lies. You know, when I hear this stuff that there's no election fraud, it just bubbles me up. I mean, it's just I can't allow that lie to stand. And then people who like Biden, who hated Trump, but they won't at least admit that, of course, there's election fraud. Uh, December 1, here's an article. The judge miraculously found enough ballots that he felt were okay. Here's the title. Democrats face voter fraud allegations after ballot review by Democrat judge erased Republican lead. Democrats are reportedly facing voter fraud accusations in an extremely tight New York congressional race that resulted in Republican candidate having her lead over Democratic incumbent completely erased. On election night, freshman Democratic Representative Anthony Bredisi of New York trailed Republican challenger Claudia Tenney by over 28,000 votes. 30,000 votes. Then as mail-in ballots were counted over the coming weeks— Brindisi's deficit was erased in trail Tenney by just 100 to 200 votes. That's when Oswego County State Supreme Court Justice Scott Del Conte, a Democrat, intervened, reviewing, quote, spoiled ballots that had been initially rejected, which gave Brindisi the lead. So it flipped the whole thing. 
30,000 votes. This judge decided that all these Democrats he was going to allow. Stunning. Uh, and now they're being investigated. And then uh, so now there's this, all this court stuff going on. Here's another one. The FBI got its hand on a smoking gun about voter fraud that has Democrats nervous. Uh, Donald Trump's claim of massive voter fraud got some significant backup. It came from an unlikely source. And the FBI got its hands on a smoking gun about voter fraud that has Democrats nervous. And this was by former Trump campaign Matt Brainerd from the Voter Integrity Project. Brainerd claims his group's statistical analysis of the vote in 2020 revealed that massive fraud proved decisive for Joe Biden. And now Brainerd says the FBI requested his group's data and that he turned it over to the Bureau. See, and by the way, this is an article from uh, four months ago. This is right here from four months ago. I'll read what it says. It says, in reality, the system of voting has been proven to be insecure, and it came from National Public Radio, NPR. The NPR report shows that 550,000 mail-in votes were rejected in the primary season. This is a massive increase from the 2016 election, where 318,000 mail-in votes were rejected. People have always voted by mail, but through absentee ballots, which require the request of a ballot. Universal mail-in voting forcibly sends ballots to everybody, which creates massive opportunities for fraud, especially in cities where the harvesting of ballots in places like apartment complexes can be very fruitful. While absentee voting requests are only sent to those who request them, mail-in voting lets political operatives set on shady, uh, set on shady behavior know that they can find ballots anywhere. And they often find ballots sent to people who have since moved, who are, who are dead, or use them for their own political gain. The, the NPR report proves that the work of Michelle Obama is for nothing more than voter fraud. If she's able to succeed in implementing vote by mail, it will allow Democrats to rig the election against President Donald Trump. Democrats have already proven in cities like Chicago that they're not afraid to commit voter fraud. This was four months before the election. And Trump was complaining about it the whole time. And so there's real stuff out there. And so because of that, and because the line, because the media now works for the Democratic Party, right, everything Biden does for the next four years, you're going to love. He's going to be a saint. He's going to walk on water. He's going to be the best Catholic that's ever been in office. He's going to be God himself. He's going to be like on the equivalent of the Pope to a lot of you out there. Because a lot of people think the Pope's God's man on this earth. And if you understand the Bible, that's impossible because God's not a respecter of persons. So to God, the Pope is no better than you or I. The Pope doesn't stand in front of us. The foot of the cross is a level playing field. No one's favored by God. We're all sinners in need of uh, a Savior, including the Pope. He's not better than you, not better than me. Matter of fact, he's going to have more uh, guilt, if he will, if he does not ha- have faith by, you know, grace by faith alone in Christ alone, because he was given an awesome responsibility. And not only is he going astray, if he is astray, but he's also leading all these other people astray by getting involved with social justice and uh, plotting the NBA for all the stuff it did for George Floyd. That's not, the, that's not a man of God's job. And so it made me think about what I'm doing. And so I want you to know, I'm still going to speak out uh, about the, uh, the things that I think are a joke. I think Joe Biden was not, did not get 80 million votes. But I do want to make sure that I don't limit my listing audience. But it doesn't mean you're going to agree with everything I say. And I don't ask you to agree with everything I say. When we say this has three outcomes from this radio show, inspiration, education, and application. In other words, doing something with what you're learning. And so the education, we use the definition of uh, Albert Einstein. It's not the learning of mere facts, but the processing of the brain to think. And so this show is about you thinking, about logically having a reason for why you believe what you believe. We don't need to think alike, but we should be able to have decent conversations, and we should both have a logical reason for what we believe. And that's what the Bible says, that we are to give a reason for the hope that we have, a reason for what you believe. And so I want to talk about environment. Because remember, we talked about there's a lot of crabs out there in the environment. And remember, your environment is, uh, has a big control over you. In the book, Biology of Belief, Dr. Bruce Lipton has this quote. He said, quote, we are technically a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. It's actually a study of epigenetics, if you want to look up. Uh, EPI genetics, epigenetics. We used to believe that the cell was driven by the nucleus, but we've been wrong. 
that the cell is actually driven by the cell membrane. And that's where he came up with the conclusion that we are a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by our environment. And the most important environment is the one between the, st- the stimulus and the response. The battles in the mind. That is the greatest battle that 60, 70 million Americans are losing a day with mental health problems, depression, PTSD, all that other stuff. And so for the last segment, we're going to go into this environment. And what we got to do to deal with the haters, to deal with the medical problems, to deal with the finances, there's a lot of things out there you can't change. I hope that uh, Donald Trump be- is declared the legal winner of the election. I think he absolutely got more votes. 73 million, no one's ever got that many votes. I do not believe 80 million people voted for Joe Biden. There's no way. I do not believe more people, more black people voted for Joe Biden than Barack Obama. I don't believe that. Uh, you can tell me till you're blue in the face. I'll never believe it. And so I'm not going to let the lies stand as truth, but I am going to make sure that I uh, share those in a way that is not as offensive and scaring people away because I want to change everyone's life. I want to give them the gift of hope. With hope, everything can change. I am black. We'll be back in three minutes. You crooked son of a gun. It's real complicated. It's incredibly complicated. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Mike Gallagher thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour again in 2021. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of the country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual places on earth. More than a vacation, this is a bucket list trip. I personally want to invite you to join us. Register now, worry-free, no cancellation fees, and full refunds up until May 8th. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com. Take Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. All from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. We're all mad. Where's that taken us? I don't know. Yes, we are rocking out and we are talking about anger. We're talking about crabs in the environment. We're talking about taking control of our lives. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. 
And today I want to wrap up the show with a four segment that uh, uh, really to, to make you understand it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be angry. Like Jonathan Turley said, everyone's angry. And look at it. I mean, uh, if you're a, a conservative, I get it. I'm angry about the election. I think it was fraudulent. It was stolen. Um, angry about the news that the media has been in the Democratic Party platform now. I mean, they're basically, we've got nationalized media now. I mean, they're state-run media. As long as the Democrats in the office, uh, they're going to support that guy. Every news you're going to hear. Remember, 94% of news in the evening news was negative about, about Donald Trump. 65% was positive about Joe Biden. Uh, and so you're going to go, everything was about destroying Trump. Now it's all going to be about building up Biden. No matter what he does, they're going to cover for him. Uh, his loss of memory, his frailty. I mean, he just broke his foot. And, you know, everybody's covering for him. He has no control. I mean, the the progressives are running him, pulling him like Pinocchio, pulling strings here and there. I mean, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly four years. And so we're going to have to, you know, figure out this anger part. For some of us, we're struggling financially because the government won't let us work. Uh, right? Some of us have medical problems that we're not seeking because we don't have health insurance or we're afraid because of coronavirus doing anything. There's haters on social media. Social media is, uh, you know, censoring people that don't speak the Democratic Party line. We got this vaccination coming out and there's a fear because of George Soros uh, and uh, the what's the guy, Microsoft guy, I can't think of his name right now. Um, the guy who founded Microsoft, that rich guy who wants everybody to be vaccinated, right? And there's a lot of fear because what are they putting in the vaccine? So there's a lot of things to be angry about. But i got to be honest with you, um, it's been over eight months, and I realize I've had a lot of anger in me, a lot of frustration. And so I know my listeners have as well. And so we talked about before Dr. Uh, Bruce Lipton in the book Biology Belief, in a study of epigenetics, epigenetics, EPI genetics, says we're basically a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And Dr. Viktor Frankl, one of my favorite quotes, he says, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. And so we've got to take control of what we can control. We can't change a lot of these things I mentioned. But what we can control is what we do between the stimulus and the response. And Dr. Caroline Leaf, who's one of my favorite authors and speakers in the book, Who Switched Off My Brain, she says this, quote, Research shows that around 87% of illnesses can be attributed to our thought life and approximately 13% to diet, genetics, and environment. Studies conclusively link more chronic diseases, also known as lifestyle diseases, to an epidemic of toxic proportions in our culture. These toxic emotions can cause migraines, hypertension, stroke, cancer, skin problems, diabetes, infections, and allergies, just to name a few. Despite all the marvels of modern high-tech medicine and decades of innovative research, these illnesses are increasing worldwide. And if you look at what's happened since coronavirus, they're not even tracking it. The numbers are astronomical, exponentially greater. So this is really a clarion call. As I deal with successful people around the globe, I'm amazed at how we all struggle similarly. We're not as different as the media wants to make you believe. We're not as different as the Democratic Party wants you to purse out, you know, identity politics. We're far more similar than we are different. We live in a world that's living in their head, keeping a record of wrong, keeping a pound of flesh, doing up anger. Look at the streets. Look at the social media. Look at the anger, the vitriol. It is a world in deep thought, meeting and discussing and thinking. But consider, what is it thinking? Thinking is talking to yourself, right? That's all it is. When you think about something, you're talking to yourself. It's self-talk. Large parts of depression can be traced back to the way we talk to ourselves. Our thoughts, self-talk, is driven by our beliefs and wrapped up in our emotions, but they're framed by our environment. It's a simple pattern and identifiable if you have eyes to see and ears to hear. And John Piper had a great piece uh, when he was talking about, uh, what was it, Ephesians 4.26, where it says, be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your sin. And, and John says, basically, that there are two points uh, at this time to look at anger. Number one, based on that verse, that there's a time to get angry. And, and there are times to get angry, the appropriate time. Remember, Kairos and Kronos. Kronos is the time on your sundial, on your watch, the time of day. But Kairos is the time that we're living. There are times to be angry. There are times to be joyful. There are times to plant. There are times to harvest, right? Ecclesiastes 3. 
So there's a time to get angry, but angry but do not sin means let all bitterness, wrath, and anger be put away from you. What's the difference between good anger and bad anger? Think about it. Good anger is based on God and is mingled with grief, right? And so I realize that it's okay to grieve. It's okay to grieve, but we can't let things control us. The good book says not everything is, uh, nothing's illegal for you if you're a child of God, but not everything's profitable. In other words, it doesn't serve you well. And so there is a time to get angry, but make sure it's mingled with grief. Because I, I grieve a lot for how America's moved away from God. And so I'm stirred up. I, I grieve because I think we can't even trust our elections anymore. So I get stirred up. And so sometimes that can come across in a very vitriol way. And, and again, that's where I'm going to be working on that. And the second thing to know about anger is the time to stay angry is short. That's what that verse means. See, we live in a world where people are keeping their pound of flesh, their record wrong. You want to hear these Black Lives Matter people that march around talking about 415 years ago. Oh, my gosh. They don't remember what they did 15 years ago, I guarantee you. If you gave them a couple dates, a couple weeks, uh, 15 years ago, they wouldn't remember. But 415 years ago, people who looked like them had the same skin color were treated this way. Right? I mean, look at Kavanaugh. 37 years ago, 39 years ago, they wanted to say he did this and goes, that doesn't sound like me. It's nothing I would do. I don't believe that's true. And yet, he was, to this day, he's called uh, terrible names because the lies that were put upon him. So there's a time to stay angry, but we've got to shorten it. We've got to quit carrying around our pound of flesh, our record wrong. And he actually goes into six goals of sating and getting you to hold grudges because this is the work of the devil. Number one, it makes us put ourselves in place of God. God is judge. God says, you know, vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. I will repay. Number two, Piper says, it, 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 God, the devil used anger to make us act as if we are judge and not God. Number three, Piper says, to make the cross of Christ look weak and foolish because either it paid the price or it didn't pay the price. Number four, to cultivate disunity in the body of Christ. Boy, how many Christians <clears throat> voted for Joe Biden to this day? So I, I cannot believe anybody that's a true Bible-studying, Christ-following child of God. There's no way that they could truly vote for the Democratic Party. Their platform violates all Ten Commandments. And I'm not saying that God belongs to the Republican Party. God doesn't belong to any party. But let's be honest. If God was to want to join a party, the only one option he'd have is the Republican Party. Because the Democratic Party kicked him out. Abortion on demand. They mock his definition of marriage. They tell him he screwed up, that he can't even get people's sexual orientation correct, right? So the fifth reason why the devil uses anger is to crush broken Christians into depression. <clears throat> and I talked to a lot of people, saddened that all these prayers going on uh, for the man, Trump, who supported Christians more than any other president, supported Israel more than any other president, who was pro-life more than any other president, so it's tough to crush broken Christians in depression. That's what the devils want to stir us up, keep us angry. And number six, to help you destroy yourself. That's where we're talking about toxic emotions with Dr. Caroline Leaf. That's what she says. That's what she's talking about. And Bill Gates, thank you, Dave. One of my listeners said, Bill Gates is the guy I didn't like. He's the one involved with the vaccinations. Thank you, David. Appreciate it, man. But right? So what we got to do is go back to what we can control. And we can control what's been on between the stimulus and the response. Elections come, elections go. And yeah, America's going to be a lot worse off four years from now than we are now. And maybe unrecognizable. And you know what? Still, God is in control and God is on his throne. And we all still have to live our lives. So let's go back to focusing on the one thing we can. And I'm going to do my best on this radio show to walk that with you and to make this radio show inspirational, educational, applicational. Yeah, we're not going to agree on everything. I'm still a conservative. I'm still a Bible thumper. I'm still a man who loves to share God's word. None of that's going to change. But I'm going to be more cognizant of how brutal I can be in attacking those that voted for Joe Biden and the whole scam of Joe Biden being elected president. But you got my word as a leader under construction, as a person who's working me better today than I was yesterday, better tomorrow than I am today, that we'll take this journey together. So you need to block off some time every day that we can journey together and make ourselves the best possible version of ourselves. 
You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. We're all mad. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. I am going to think about this. I am really going to think about this. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. know 86,000 Americans just like you lose a limb every year to untreated neuropathy? If you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet, and your neuropathy is not improving, contact Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen today. It's time to end your ongoing cycle of more and more medications that do nothing and almost always result in unwanted surgeries and possible amputations. Get your life back today. Abundant Life Health Center has helped hundreds of patients reverse their neuropathy. In fact, they have a 95% success rate of patients seeing improvements in their pain and symptoms in the first 90 days. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. As a Freedom 1570 listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Neuropathy doesn't wait around. You shouldn't either. Call 952-383-38 to schedule a full neuropathy workup with Dr. Bringing Knight. Bringing liberty 